dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to remember those who have transgressed against the great spirit of inclusion and must henceforth be forever cast into the abyss of dead names. In this moment of our remembrance, we prove with great grief and wailing the sincerity of our noble tolerance. What we once wrongly allowed in the ignorance of white privilege has become the cleansing rite of virtue signaling we use to prove our purity. Join with me now as we remember those we've lost. First, white people using the term aloha because it's linguistic appropriation, among other things. As one of the leading peer-reviewed academic journals of our time, USA Today, informed us this week, white people saying aloha is a terrible microaggression that not so subtly reminds the Hawaiian people of their former status as colonized persons. Also, aloha doesn't mean just hello or goodbye, but also conveys recognizing yourself in everyone and everything you meet. Since casual whitey does not understand or convey this depth of pantheistic nuance, his use demeans the term and insults the richness of the Hawaiian people, culture, and language. Now, you might think that saying aloha would be acceptable because, after all, most people who travel to Hawaii are greeted in this way and even encouraged to use the native phrase while they are showered with flower print textiles and colorful lays. But this crass commercialization only makes things worse. The hotelistas and airport sellouts who so callously subvert the dignity of their own people are not authorized to bastardize aloha in this way for a few extra dollars in tourist tips. As every second-level novitiate of our order knows, the offensiveness of a cultural violation is determined not by the practices of the vulgar majority, but by the subtle and refined sensibilities of the most easily offended member of that culture especially if that person is only a hypothetical construct conjured up by academic elites in the ivory hallways of the great publishing capital of Gannett. And thus, since we can certainly imagine some native Kauaian finding this practice appropriative, that's all that matters. As associate professor of Slavic, East European, and Eurasian studies in the Ohio State University, Sonny Rucker Chang reminds us, language is really about power. And so, I say use your power for good and stop using it to word rape the, her the Hawaiian heritage. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Second, Philadelphia Flyers defenseman Ivan Provorov, because he refused to wear the team's LGBTQ plus themed warm-up jersey or use the specially designed rainbow-taped hockey stick at this week's Pride Night event. In explanation of this odiously acronymophobic behavior, Provorov claimed that he was staying true to his Russian Orthodox religion, and he even had the NHL side with him, claiming some absurd notion of individual choice. Look, for one thing, it should be obvious that one of the central purposes of the National Hockey League is to be the authoritative voice of sexual morality and theological truth, and if they're not going to tell a player when his views on such matters are incorrect, what reason do they even have for existing as an organization? As you can play, Chief Operating Officer Kurt Weaver said about the incident, quote, for me, religion is about charity and inclusion, end quote. So true. And if Provorov and the entire Russian Orthodox Church's view of sexual ethics does not align with Weaver's secular Unitarianism, then the appropriate thing to do is castigate and punish Provorov into compliance with Weaver's religious views. If we learned anything from the Spanish Inquisition, and how much have we learned, is it that the high value of harmonizing society and saving souls from their own errors through social pressure, fear, and excessive punishment. As Schonheim's fourth precept reminds us, all must bow and obey so that all can be free. Besides, we all know that the Flyers mascot Gritty is a gender-fluid, polyamorous representative of trans-species love and tolerance, and if Provorov can skate with Gritty, why can't he put a little rainbow tape on his stick and slap one in the back of the net for the home team? Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. Your grave. 
Finally, let us all take a moment and drink in the intellectual riches of Lizzo, the noted singer, flautist, and body diversity celebrant for her excellent efforts to protect our religion from being tainted by impurities originating within the fold. Last week, Lizzo courageously took up the word sword of Twitter and slashed back against the co-opting of our movement when she tweeted, Cancel culture is appropriation. There was real outrage from truly marginalized people, and now it's become trendy, misused, and misdirected. I hope we can phase out of this and focus our outrage on the real problems. Now, yes, the 43 elders of the Western Board of Minor Doctrinal Review have ruled her in error for saying that our strong focus on word deletions and pronoun expansion are not real problems. But this mistake is already being forgiven by the Tenth Circuit Committee on Expungements and other philosophical minutiae. Obviously, any non-male, non-white, non-thin spokeshuman will be given abundant grace in such matters. But Lizzo's first comment that cancel culture is appropriation is most certainly a sober reminder that we must always beware allowing ourselves to assess our own level of helpfulness in the cause of overthrowing the whiteocracy. Only the oppressed can say whether we are on the right, the right track. And since the holy doctrines of microaggression, microinequity, and critical race theory are at their core expressions of the lived oppression of marginalized persons, we non-oppressed allies must always beware lest we inadvertently be caught wearing the cancel face of the oppressor. It is not for us to declare anything, but to prostrate ourselves at the feet of philosopher queens like Lizzo and simply listen for her instructions. If she says we're the appropriators, then the appropriators we have become. And so I remind you to do as Lizzo recommends, purify yourselves through daily scourging and beg regularly for forgiveness lest you devolve back into the colonists and slave traders, the people who look like you once were. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. And now, with these cleansing rites performed, may we all go forth in loving tolerance and microaggress no more. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend.